What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 54 of the Gunslinger Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Charles. You can head over to Instagram, follow at the Gunslinger Podcast, and we are up on TikTok, YouTube. Um, you can still listen on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. All the anything. social media. All yeah, of it. We're rolling. No X yet, but... Yeah, we're, we, we said, well, once the season starts, you know? Right. Um... So we're, we're going to be talking about the AFC South today, which is, you know, not a much. Ba- a banger of a division. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, I mean, the Jags won it last year. They got hot. Um, Tennessee got cold. Looked like Tennessee was going to run away with it until about the last five weeks of the season. Um, but we're going to start off with... Um, I think the John, Jonathan Taylor news, it's probably got to be the most important news in that division and yeah, sure. kind of all of football right now. Um, but what do you think of the situation and where do you think he's going to go? Uh, I think the culture making the best of a bad situation where he's not going to play probably the whole year. And even if he does, there's no way he's going to play to the caliber he probably should be playing at. Um, and it seems like Based on what he's been doing, a, a lot of like injuries were going to happen. I, I just think it was a bad situation, and and I, so I think the Colts and Taylor are doing what's best for both of them. I have no problem with anything going on. Um, in terms of like where he's going to end up, I think he's going to struggle to find a place that's willing to pay him what he wants. So either he has to take the deal he's on now and go try to win a Super Bowl, or he's going to go to like a team like Washington and take his big money. Like I don't really see another option there. Like Washington. Maybe you work out something with the Saints where you trade Kamara back and something like that. But I don't know. I don't think there's that many options for him. I don't either. And if honestly, if you're a team, because the, the Colts have made it known that they want basically more than what the Panthers got for McCaffrey. But if you're yeah, which, a team. Which is crazy because McCaffrey's like a receiver too. Right. So if you're a team, you're not giving up a first round pick for Jonathan Taylor, especially yeah. if you're not re-signing him. To a right. deal. So I think it's a very, I don't know, it's a very interesting situation because they also, what, the Colts came out today and said they're giving him like six days or something to find a trade partner. Right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's not that long, but yeah, I have no idea where he's going to go. The only team I could see like maybe making a run at him would be like Miami makes sense, but I don't think they're going to give up. But like, what why? The like, want. do they even need him? Like, I mean, it's not like Mostert and and like you know Jeff Wilson are bad. Yeah, it's just it's just like another weapon, though. You know, true. And, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I think the one team that could really use him would be like a team like the Bears. But I don't right. think he'd want to go play for the Bears. Yeah, that's Unless what I'm saying. Get paid like Washington, because like Washington could do like. Bijan in a second for Taylor and like to me that would make sense but like I don't think the Colts are taking that offer Bijan yeah like wash it like Rob like or not Bijan sorry Brian Robinson. oh uh, yeah oh, I, I went like, crazy there for a second I went crazy there for a second no <laughs> Brian Robinson okay um, and like something like that you know I don't know um yeah I got kind of weird I don't really see where he's gonna go and then the question is does he play because if he doesn't play for the Colts and they get nothing in return this already very lackluster team turns into like, I mean, I don't even know what they do. I mean, who's that running back right now? Zach Moss. He's hurt. Didn't he get hurt for the season? Yeah. So then Deion Jackson. 
It's not looking good. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's what it's, I'm saying. Like I don't, I don't know. Especially when you're a first-year coach with a first-year quarterback, and you're trying to implement a lot of changes, you want a running game to lean on. So, yeah, I don't know. This is not a, not good for the Colts at all. But no, I, I will be staying away from this entire team in fantasy. Um. Yeah. I mean, just looking at their team. I mean, added. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie. Good slot receiver, I feel like, from the Bills. They drafted Josh Downs, receiver from North Carolina. Obviously, Anthony Richardson with their first pick. He's going to be the starter, it sounds like, um, right. for the whole season. Um, still, a, I mean, a good O-line defensively. They added a couple people, but this team is not that great. I mean, they still have Shaq Leonard to anchor the defense, but like other than right. that, I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, they don't have much. DeForest all, Buckner, like, like that's about it yeah. on the D line. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not scary by any means. So, I don't know. I still like Richardson's fantasy value just because I think he's going to get a ton of rushing upside. Right. Um, and well, I mean, if Fields he's, was great last year, and his team wasn't good. So right. And I mean, the Colts are most likely going to be behind in a lot of games, so yeah. there should be a lot of passing opportunity as well yeah and it'll be interesting we'll see what Pittman does and who he connects with and stuff like that because Pittman definitely had a down year last year yeah bad situation for the Colts the last few years after pretty much since Luck's been gone yeah which was not there I mean kind of a bad situation for sure um all right so yeah jumping into their schedule I have them losing at Jacksonville or losing at home against the Jags week one um and then I have them winning at Houston. And then through their bye, I have all losses. All right, up so to I, the bye. I, I have a very different. So I have them losing their first four. Okay. I have them beating the Titans and the Jags. Interdivision game. You know how those goes. Basically, those can be like 50-50 games half the time. And mm-hmm. then I have them losing out the rest of the four until the bye. So I actually okay. have, I have them at two wins to the bye. Okay. So, I yeah, one and nine through week 10. Come out of the bye, five straight losses, and then I have them winning their last two games at home against Vegas and Houston. Maybe they can build off of something going into next season. So I have them two wins versus Houston, three wins overall, three and 14 is where I have them. So I have them beating the Bucks because, I mean, it's at home after a bye. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to win a game, probably that one. And then I have them beating the Falcons because at that point, I think the Falcons will realize that they have no quarterback and they're not playing for anything. Um, so I have them at four wins, four and 13. Okay. Definitely nothing to be too excited about with them this no, year. I, I just can't see them doing a whole lot. I do hope Anthony Richardson has like a good year because I think he could be really talented if like he does well. And I love that they're starting up. I see no reason to start Gardner Minshew when you're mm-hmm. not going to win the division either way. Yeah, I mean, you'd why, why draft – a quarterback in the first round if he's not going to play. And that's sure the Packers, right? Yeah. I definitely think, like, Richardson as an offensive rookie of the year is, like, a pretty good possibility because he should play all 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah. he should put up a pretty good numbers, too, I feel like, overall. Um, so, Houston, another rookie quarterback, Stroud. I only I don't know if he's played more than that game against New England in the preseason. He didn't look good in that one. He looked awful. 
Yeah, I know he, he did played not what, look... one one series or two. Right. Terrible. And you know who looked great was Davis Mills. Yeah. <laughs> and then and Case awesome. Keenum. Case Keenum looked really good too. Wow. When <laughs> so, does he not look good in the preseason though? Right. Very interesting team. I mean, you look at I mean, added Devin Singletary, Robert Woods, Shaq Mason, Dalton Schultz. They have Elden more talent than the Colts, I think, like overall. For sure. I I don't know. I think they made a lot of good moves, but they're still not good on paper. I think their roster looks decent. Right. Like you have Will Anderson on like, you know, on the line. He's really good. You know, Denzel Perryman might be past his prime, but like good at the for the linebackers. And in the secondary, they have Jimmy Ward, Stingley, who was their first round pick last year. So like a lot of talent. I just don't know if they could if like New I don't coach. know if yeah, I don't know if it's going to work, and I completely disagreed with how they went about doing the draft, taking well, basically trading their future, like their 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 like current future, I guess, right away for I, Will I think, Anderson. I think like when you look at their team, like Stroud and Pierce are a pretty good combo. You would imagine like for the next few years, but when you look at their receivers, like Nico Collins, Robert Woods, Noah Brown, I mean, those are arguable receiver fours like there's mm. not a, a single receiver there i mean i actually think tank dell is the best receiver they have on that roster which is like i, I don't even know how that's possible dalton schultz i think was a great ad i actually think he could be a really sneaky good fantasy player um because rookies always like their tight ends their offensive line looks decent and i think that defense will be good minus they're just gonna be on the field too much yeah i think yeah i mean ryan ryan's was brought over obviously from the 49ers as a defensive coach. Right. I mean, he it didn't take Sala that long to get the Jets defense turned around. So you got to think probably similar idea for the Texans with Ryan's. Yeah, defensive um, coaching factory over in uh, the 49ers, huh? Right. I mean, it's easy when you're Fred Warner and, you know, anchoring the defense and yeah. Gosa and whoever else they got over there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like the roster. I just don't believe in – I'm not a CJ Stroud guy at all. I don't think he's good. And I think, I feel like Ohio State quarterbacks have like done nothing but fail right. at the NFL as pass. I mean, Fields obviously as a runner last year was great. Right. But I just don't see Stroud, especially sitting behind one of a bottom, yeah. a bottom what five offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, basically he better go over to Tunsil's side or he's not going to get any protection at all. Well, and you look at, like, you could argue that Stroud, his last two years at Ohio State, had the best receiving core. Right. Maybe in, like, the recent past, like, 20 years in college football. Right. And now Pro Football Focus has the Texans receiving core ranked as 32nd. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I mean, I would rank it as 33rd, honestly. I would put another receiving, like, secondary. It's so bad. You'd put still put Ohio State over. I would. I mean, I, Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than anyone they have on that team. I mean, is he not? No, for sure. I mean, I, I bet you there is a practice squad that is de- on the same level of what we were seeing right now. That's bad. Even though Tank yep. Dell, kind of an interesting player. Mechie, too. I mean, he missed all of last year because he was recovering. He had cancer, so he was recovering from that. So, I mean, it would right. be interesting to see how he bounces back, I guess. You know, right. off that. I mean, he was really good at Alabama, but I mean, again, all receivers are good there. Right. Um, 
but yeah, all right. So getting into their schedule, um, I mean, at Baltimore, that's a terrible start. I mean, you think that's the most pick survivor pick week one? It probably, right? I bet you that's ninety five percent taken. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely a loss there. I have them losing to the Colts. Um, oh wait, yes, that's right. Yeah, losing to the Colts week two. Interesting pick here. So at the Jags week three. I have them winning, and I'm about to tell you why. Hit let me, me find let me find this stat that I found the other day. Okay. Okay. The Jags have not beat Houston in Jacksonville since 2017. So the Jags have lost five home games in a row to the Texans. I like, mean, that's weird. Houston just wins every year in Jacksonville, it seems. Like, every year the Jags – win at home versus the Colts, even when the Colts are really good. Right. It's just, I don't know, it's like the Jags can't win a home game versus the Texans. So, until I see differently, I'm going with Houston, winning at Jacksonville. So, uh, one and two to start, and then going into the bye, I have three straight losses. Um, they might be able to win one of those games, but, yeah, I have them one and five going into the week seven uh- bye. I have them one and five as well, minus I have them beating the Colts because it's okay. at home against another bad team. Yeah. Uh, and then coming out of the bye, I have them losing to the Panthers and beating the Bucks. You hate the Bucks. They're awful. I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Baker has thrown, like, I, I think they said his like interception count's like past the 20s now in camp. How did he beat out Trask? How bad is Trask? He, I don't know because he looked really good in their last preseason game. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what what's going on? Like, how is this possible? How did Baker win this job? He's Todd Bowles likes veterans, yeah, probably. True. I mean, I don't know. I if I'm the Bucks, I'm trading Mevins and Godwin as soon as possible to get any value for them. You want to just wait it out, hope you suck, and try to get Caleb Williams? Maybe I don't know. That's I mean, that's not a bad strategy either. Except but, he he said he's not even declaring for the draft. He's not going to say he's declaring for the draft yet in oh, case there's like a bad like, team. I don't think if he like if he doesn't like the team, he's going to go back. I actually absolutely think that. That'd be wild. But what's a bad team? Like going to Tampa isn't that bad. No, but I mean, if you the problem is like you look at all these teams that are going to be bad. I think are still the teams that. Tra- Drafted a quarterback know, early in the right. draft this year. I know. but And then I'll just finish it off because mine's super easy. After okay. the Bucks win, I have them losing um, seven straight and then winning the last two against the Titans and the Colts. You know, one of those random things at the end to also mm-hmm. finish 4-13. and 13. So both the Texans and the Colts, 4-13, and 13, probably fighting for the first pick overall, which would be Caleb Williams. Respectable. Um, something I just noticed looking at the Texans schedule. Every game is one o'clock, except yeah. for they have one four o'clock game against Denver. So, no prime. It's weird they're not even on like a Thursday. I feel like that's really weird. But, um, yeah, so out of the bye, I have three losses in a row. I actually have them winning a home game versus Arizona, um, then losing to the Jags, beating Denver, actually. They almost, I feel like they almost beat Denver last year. Or they did beat Denver last year, like early in the season. Yeah, but who didn't beat Denver last year? Yeah, but maybe I don't know something something weird there. So another win against Denver, back to back losses versus the Jets and Titans, um, and then I have them beating Cleveland 
um, another Deshaun's second game back to Houston. Right. Um, and then back-to-back division losses. So I have them at 4-13. and 13. So same record, just completely different who they're winning. I mean, it's a guessing yeah. game because they're not going to yeah. be good. No, not at all. Um, uh, Titans next. So all right. Titans last year, I thought, were the better team over the Jags. They had right. a ton of injuries. I feel like, and they still were like, being in games and it was like right. i don't know it was pretty impressive i think Vrabel's a really underrated coach still um it was what two years ago he had the, he had them as a number one seed in the afc or whatever and that's with ryan Tannehill as your quarterback so like definitely not great um added obviously you know some deandre hopkins big ad um andre yeah. dillard tackle from the eagles that's a good ad and they added another tackle from uh the 49ers so help out that offensive line a little bit drafted a guard or tackle in the first round um pro football focus still has them ranked as the worst offensive line in football which is weird um and especially they were terrible last year but henry still runs for 12 1300 yards whatever the hell it is yeah he, he's so, insane. right so you have him still Tannehill's projected to be the starter um defensively i think the front seven, I'd say, is pretty pretty good overall. Their back end is hurting, but some definitely some big names back there still. I mean, Bayard, Amani Hooker, Sean right. Murphy Bunting came over from Tampa. Roger McCreary was a second-round pick last year. So, I, I mean, I think they're good, at, good enough defensively to win this division or at least compete to win this division. I think they'll be in every game because of how they'll play, their play style. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I mean, obviously, Henry. I mean, if Derrick Henry's healthy, I mean, you can well, always leave him. And if Hopkins plays like he was at the beginning of last season when he came back, like he was on right. fire when he came back. Tannehill isn't that bad. Tannehill just needs someone to throw to. Uh, and he was super injured last year. Malik is for sure not the answer. So I think he's, you know, getting the Trey Lance treatment at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think their team's going to go as Henry and Hopkins goes. If they're successful, I think this team could easily win the division. If they're not successful, they're not going to score any points. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, Getting into their schedule, I have um, a loss at New Orleans to start the year. And then their home, 1 o'clock game against the Chargers. That's got to be a win. We talked about it before. The Chargers, 1 o'clock games, not good on the road. Um, tough stretch here at Cleveland, home versus the Bengals, at the Colts, and home versus the Ravens. I had them losing to Cleveland and Cincy, but actually beating the Colts and then um, beating Baltimore. It looked that game's overseas. It looks like I'm guessing right. it's in London. Yeah, it, um, it is in London. Okay, so I have them three and three going into the bye. Yeah, so I also have them three and three, but I have them winning three straight and losing three straight. Winning the first three, losing the last three. Uh, okay. and then, and like, I think the reason for that is I think the Ravens game is definitely a winnable game. So is the Colts game, obviously. Uh, but I think the Bengals game, the, the, the Titans seem to be kind of a streaky team when they go on a loss, they kind of lose a few. So I think that the Bengals are kind of, kind of, you know, make them lose a few after that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so coming out of the bye Atlanta, I have them winning at Pittsburgh Thursday night. Um, 
I have them winning that. I that, mean, Jeff, that could be a big game. That Thursday night in Pittsburgh could be a big, like, record game for everyone. For sure. And I think Tennessee usually plays pretty well in these games. I mean, I think even, like, last year they had it, a game. It's, it's easy to do a short week when your game plans to run the ball. Right. For sure. Yeah. And I, I think they actually, like, won a game in Green Bay last year on Thursday night or something. Right. Um, or maybe it was two years ago. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so back-to-back wins. I, then I have back-to-back losses, actually at Tampa and at Jacksonville. Me too. I have Tampa winning a game. See? I'm wow. not that down on <laughs> um, Carolina and Indy, back-to-back wins to bounce back at Miami on a Monday night. That's going to be tough, I think. A loss there. Um, and then to end the year, they get Houston twice. So I have them beating them both times and then losing to Seattle in between and then w- beating Jacksonville then the season. So, so 10 and 7. So after the bye, I have them going 8 and 3. I have them losing to the Bucks, the Jags, and the Texans, which sounds weird. But the rationale, again, is that they're a streaky team, right? I think that mm-hmm. when they beat the, the Panthers Colts, they'll come into Monday night with Miami. They haven't played, like, a really hard game. And I think Miami's schedule at that point could just maybe get to them and they could pull off a Monday night win. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I love Henry on primetime. I think him on primetime is normally, like, a pretty good bet. Um, pretty easy schedule to end the year, to be honest with you, though. Like, the hardest games – Dolphins and Seahawks and the mm-hmm. Steelers, I guess. Like that's not too bad. So I have them finishing eleven and six because of I think the back half of their schedule. Yeah, definitely pretty favorable. Um, I mean, yeah, back to back versus Houston to end the year is pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't like when they do that. They do that a lot in the AFC North as well, where it's like Ravens Steelers like back to back, and like I think you should spread those games out. But what can mm-hmm. we do? For sure. Um, so heading over the Jags, they won the division last year, came back from that massive, was it 27 nothing deficit in the playoffs to yeah, win. How that, how, that, how that man kept his job after that is beyond me. But Right. Yeah. He's definitely going to be on the hot seat this year for the Chargers. No doubt about it. Um, I mean, obviously, the Calvin Ridley trade, they got him from Atlanta last year. Right. If Calvin Ridley can get back to where he was pre-suspension, I guess, if you want to say. Right. That's a really good ad for this team, I think. But And he looks really fast in training camp. But, like, we haven't really seen him, like, against ones in a game yet. We haven't seen him, like, I don't know. Again, he's another receiver. So, it's like if he's not getting the targets or whatever, is he going to have issues? Like, you never know with with players like that. So, yeah. I'm really interested to see how that works. I thought Kirk and Zay Jones had great years last year. Um, So they should definitely probably build off that. But a really bad offensive line. Um, Which is why they can't run the ball. Right. Can't run the ball. They're talking about ETN getting like 1,600 yards or something this year. I think Peterson came out and said that, or 1,700 yards. I don't see that happening. I just, I don't think he can hold that. 1,100 on receiving. Right. And that kid, Tank Bigsby, or whatever, the rookie, yeah. has really started turning some heads, it sounds like, in training camp. So it's only a matter of time before he gets more work. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Not terrible. Um, the offense should still be good. Defensively, I don't really think they did anything. No, it's basically just the they, same team. The it's the part. same team defensively. They're below average at every level i'd say on defense 
Yeah, and uh, honestly, like even like the you know Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, I don't think they've really played up to their potential, you know, at all. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you unless you think they have, but I really no. haven't. I mean, I don't think they're bad players, but I don't think they're you know as high as draft picks as they had. I'm not scared of anyone on their defense. I will say, I think their offense is absolutely stacked. I mean, Kirk Ridley, Jones, and Ingram. It doesn't really get much better than that if Ridley's a one. Even if mm-hmm. Ridley's a two, I don't think it's going to matter because all of them are like one B's, you know, two A's type people. And right. Evan Ingram, you know, I don't know what happened last year, but he decided that he could play football again. We've been waiting right. on that for how, however long. And end of the day, Trevor Lawrence, while I'm not a huge fan, obviously is a good quarterback. So he's going to be able to put them in spots to win. There's a reason he's been yeah. hyped for as long as he has been. Yeah, and I think when we talk about like the defense being like a weak spot for this team, it doesn't really matter when you play in the AFC South. Right. So, Right, um, and, and if they yeah. can get back to that smash mouth Jacksonville defense where they just go after the quarterback a lot, I think they'll be fine. I think mm-hmm. when they try to sit back and zone, I don't think they have know what to do. They need to just go after the quarterback and just play that super aggressive defense. For sure. Um, also, something to note: Cam Robinson is suspended for four games um, to start the year. So, be interesting to see what happens early on in their schedule. Um, with that being said, and it's not a very friendly schedule, I'd say, for them. Right. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll get into it now. I have them winning at the Colts to start the year. But then, I mean, Kansas City, I know it's at home, but. Yeah, they, I, they, Kansas City beat them with Chad Henney. I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. They're going to win that. So one. I got three straight losses. You know, I touch on Houston. Um, and I touched on this on the last episode. So they're back-to-back games in London versus Atlanta and the Bills. Have them losing the first one to Atlanta and then actually beating Buffalo. Um, the second one and then no bye coming back. So very interesting. But I do have them beating the Colts at home. Um, but then it's just kind of like a weird schedule after the bye. And then they have like a Thursday night not too long after that at New Orleans. So I have that as a loss. And then at Pittsburgh, um, another loss. So... Three and five going into the bye is where I have them. Yeah, I have not four and four. I think the schedule people really mess this team up. I don't understand how they don't have a, a bye after the two London games and stuff like that. But I also mm. don't really understand where the Thursday night game comes in when they have the bye two weeks later. Like, it's very right. odd how they did it. Um, I had them beating the Colts, the Texans, the Falcons, and the Saints, all the teams that they should beat. The only team that I think they should beat that they lose to is the Colts interdivision game. Um, I don't really see them having a chance against the Chiefs, Bills, and at Steelers. Um, I don't know. Kind of a weird schedule. I think they probably are more talented team than Tennessee, but I think the schedule is awful for them. Yeah, it's not good. And, I mean, coming out of the bye, it's – Yeah, you get the 49ers. You get the 49ers. I have that as a loss. I mean, I know I already know you have that as a loss. Um, I have them beating Tennessee and then winning at Houston. But then again, I've seen this a lot. The Cincinnati-Cleveland back-to-back. I've seen it so many times for so many teams. Um, I'll have Cincy winning that game on a Monday night. I think Cincinnati would be clicking at that point in the season. Yeah. And then um, losing at Cleveland, I think that's a tough thing there. And then they get Baltimore. I almost had that as a loss too, but I gave them the win. Gave them the win at Tampa, gave them the win versus Carolina, and then losing at Tennessee. Um, I have them at eight and nine. 
Yeah, I have them at nine and eight. I have them losing to the Niners, beating the Titans and the Texans, losing the next two, beating the Ravens, Bucks, and Panthers. Again, I think that the schedule people really did not do them a service. Like, you get a bye week and you have to play San Francisco off the bye. Like, that's not going to be easy. And then you go straight to the Titans. I don't know. Like, at least their home games, like, you could argue that is, is nice. But then you get kind of a break with the Texans and then go straight into Bengals, Browns, Ravens. Like, oh, yeah. who made the schedule? Like, yeah, I don't. It's rough. Again, uh, I have them at nine and eight. Would not be shocked if they win 12 games. I think they're that talented on offense, um, especially if ETN does do as well as people think he's going to do. But I right. think this schedule's awful for them. Yeah, it's, it's not good. And I mean, that's what you get for finish, finishing in first last year. You know, you get a first place exactly. schedule the following year and you know like we touched on their defense they didn't do much because they didn't have any money because they spent all their money two years ago when they spent all that money in like the first two days of free agency so um yeah i mean i'm sure all everyone in jacksonville will be super pumped i don't know if i told i think i told you but when i was driving down to jacksonville last week i caught the sports radio coming in and like the people on the radio were talking about this team being like the second tier in the AFC behind the Bengals and the Chiefs. And, it's and they like, also like chant Duval before games. I mean, I don't yeah. get No one ever, no one even knows what their county is half the time. But yet, right. like, I don't get it. They're the weirdest franchise in the NFL, I think, to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely not high on them. Um, but yeah, um, we got only, what, two weeks left pretty much. Yeah, we're almost there. Um, you know, it'll be interesting. And again, I think if the, if the Jaguars are in the NFC, I think the Jags are like the third or fourth best team. I think that's just the name of the game. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, yeah, that's all you got for today. Anything else you want to throw in? No, that's it. You know, three more divisions to go and then uh, awards in week one, probably. Right. And then we'll start getting into our bets. Well, we'll see if I do better than last year. Yeah, right. Well, as always, the music credit goes out to ACDC and we'll catch you guys next time.